Well, we're excited to be in Louisville. Louisville, I guess is the correct way to pronounce it. Uh, but uh, certainly our team is excited to be here. I haven't had a chance to see the inside of the building yet. I'm really excited to get out there and see these young center. And uh, uh, I'm really grateful for the opportunity and certainly looking forward to playing a terrific Maryland team tomorrow. Thanks, Coach. Start over on the right side. Uh, Coach, uh, Jim Wobble, ESPN Louisville. Can you, you talk about uh, what uh, Louisville is as a host city and uh, what do you think of the city overall? Well, I haven't been here that often. I, we played here when I was uh, in college, and then I coached here when I was assistant at Okie State. Uh, and I've been to the Derby uh, a couple of times, and, and so uh, that's about been my only uh, experiences here in the city. But, but uh, uh, people here are nice, very friendly, and, and certainly uh, uh, the, the convenience of having the, the, uh, the hotels and everything right here close to the Yub Center I think is great. And, and, uh, and last night we were able to take our guys to Churchill Downs for, for dinner, so that was a special deal for our, our fellas too. So, uh, I think, you know, as long as we play well, I think I really, really, really enjoy this place. Let's go to the middle time there on the right. Chick Hernandez, Comcast Sports at NBC. Uh, I know you played against Mark Turgeon in college. You also coached him. Uh, what are your recollections about the player, and what do you know you're going to get from a Mark Turgeon coach team? Well, you know, Turge was a good player. You know, he wasn't very big, uh, but, but he got about all the talent he had out of that five-foot, 10, 160-pound frame you possibly could. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I did play against Turge a couple of years. Uh, uh, you know, our, our program wasn't quite at the elite level that Kansas was, so you know, he definitely won a couple more than we did uh, you know, when I played, but I but, but, uh, had a chance to coach against him, you know, when he was at a &M and And, and uh, his teams are sound. Uh, they're, they're, he's very clever uh, in how they how they use their personnel. Uh, uh, sometimes it looks the same, but it could just be a different angle or something like that that makes it hard to scout, hard to guard. Uh, and they're always sound. So, so uh, I think Turge is a, I, I think Turge is a terrific coach. I, I think he's an elite coach, and, and certainly, uh, uh, you know, he's got Maryland playing extremely, extremely well, and, and, and their team is very, very talented. Uh, you know, the, I, I've said this before because it's happened with one of my teams before, but. You know, when you're ranked in the top five, you know, for a good portion of a season, uh, uh, at least multiple weeks, that means you have shown everybody that you can play to a number one seed level. And, and I think we're catching a team that even though they're seeded fifth, our guys understand they can play to a one seed. So, so th this is a hard, this is, this is really a, a hard matchup because we, we really think a lot of, uh, of their team. Go back row on the right, then we'll come left, and then go right. Sullivan Curry, Vernon A two-part question. You've coached various rosters, young veterans. What's the main difference, and do you think that last year when we had two freshman-dominated teams in the Final Four, that that was an anomaly, or are going to see more of it? Well, second first, uh, I, I think that we'll see it again. I think, uh, you know, a lot of it just – Depends on uh, uh, good fortune. Uh, you know, th there's going to be recruiting classes out there that, that you know, uh, a university is going to get, you know, three of the top 10, three of the top 15 players in America, so called. 
uh, to their respective school. The way the way kids are picking schools now, a lot of them want to go with buddies. I mean, uh, so that could happen again. Now, the way it happened last year to have a couple of schools that that, that everything fit perfectly with young kids, I, I don't think that's the that's the rule. I think that's more the exception. But it will, it will happen again, and and uh, uh, there's going to be lightning in a bottle again. And, and because some of these young players are so talented, uh, uh, but certainly for me personally, because uh, I've been on both ends. I'm not sure that there is an exact formula that works better than others. I think talent still prevails more times than not. But but something about experience and, and having guys that have really invested into the program, I think, lends itself to having you know guys uh, prepared uh, on a daily basis because they know this is what it is for them. Whereas a lot of times they want to dunk kids uh, know that hey, this is just a short stop. Uh, uh, before uh, they move on to, to the professional level. So, I mean, give me the best players. That's, that would be my philosophy. But certainly a team like ours right now, that, that you, have, you have one senior, but you have a bunch of vets that play a ton, I think is maybe the most enjoyable way to do it. Coach, on the left side. Kevin Askin to be Capital Journal. Hey, Bill. Um, just wondering how Frank's doing physically. Is it something you even worry about with his – Toughness, and also, if you can just kind of evaluate the point guard matchup in this one. Well, you know, I, I've said this before. Uh, uh, you know, Frank's a little bit like Jim Brown when he gets tackled. It takes him forever to get back to the huddle. So, uh, uh, I don't think I think Frank's fine. I think his health is fine. I, I, I think he's had, had the nagging things that, that obviously bother anybody. I mean, does his hip hurt a little bit? Does his foot hurt a little bit, but not to the point where I think he'll be less than 100% when the adrenaline gets flowing. And he's going to have to be 100% because the point guard matchup is, is you know, there's a lot of great matchups in this game on the paper, but, but certainly, uh, you know, can Frank do a good job on on, uh, on Mello? And, and because if with Mello's, you know, on top of his game and when he's in attack mode and, and, and uh, uh, he's playing with, with ease, uh, he's as good as any guard in the country. So, uh, Frank's, it, it is going to be a great matchup for Frank, uh, but it'll also be a great matchup for Melo too, because they, you know, they both have to guard each other. It's just not a one-way street. Far right side, uh, Jerry Ahern, USA Today Sports. Bill, what's been the biggest difference in the way Wayne has played this season, particularly in the tournament? Yeah. Uh, I think that Wayne, in his first two years, uh, settled too much. I, I think that he did not play to his body or his athletic ability uh, as often as what he can. Because I think Wayne can have great possessions and impact possessions even when he's not shooting the ball, and I think he's doing that more. Uh, he's getting to the free throw line a lot more, and, and he's, he's driving it more uh, and, and not playing to just the perimeter shot. So at, at least for the most part this year that's been the case. And I think in the tournament, you know, he, Wayne's one of these guys that, that uh, can give your team a lot of confidence because he can make some plays that nobody else on our team can make. Uh, so so uh, he's kind of like a physical uh, leader force, uh, and he's a guy that's got a little bit of size and got a quick release so he can maybe get a shot off that maybe some other guys can't do when you run bad offense. And so it's real important that he stay aggressive and he play well from this point forward because, you know, from this point forward, everybody's going to guard. And, and what happens is you've got to make you got to make open shots, but you, you need to be able to, be, be able to make some tough shots. And, and he's a guy that can make tough shots for us. Stay over on the right. Bill, Greg Eklund, this is for Kansas Public Radio. 
The market of Louisville has had the uh, number one top TV rankings for college basketball, which leads some to say that this is the mecca for college basketball. How would you make the case for Kansas and Kansas City being the college basketball mecca? Well, I, I think, you know, obviously, you know, in the Bluegrass State, everyone goes home. I mean, that's, that goes without saying. Uh, uh, and and I, I can't speak to television ratings. I have no idea, but I, I will say that that when, when you stop and think about, uh, you know, obviously us being 30 miles away, Missouri being a, uh, you know, a couple hours away, K State being a couple hours away, Wichita being a, you know, three hours away, and, and then and then you look at, uh, you know, the college basketball experience being there in the Hall of Fame, and then you look at uh, NAI uh, national tournament being there, and, and all the all the NCAA tournaments that, that have been played in Kansas City Municipal Auditorium or whatever, I think that, that you know, you, you, when, you, when you add up all the history, I think that you could make a case that, that Kansas is probably, Kansas City area is probably about as knowledgeable and historical place that our game is seen. Uh, you can say the same thing about Philadelphia, obviously, uh, uh, but, but, you know, Kentucky, unbelievable history, tradition, and all these things, but but when the inventor of the game is, is your first coach, I think it definitely gives you a leg up on some folks uh, when you start talking about history. Left side now, then we'll get the right middle. Hi, Coach. Janine Edwards, ESPN. Over here. Hi, how are you? Um, you said that you might be a tiny bit looser this year and that you think that your personality of your team sometimes rubs off on the coach. So I'm just curious, in what ways have these players rubbed off on you? How have they rubbed off on you? I, I, I do believe that. You know, they, they say that the team can take on the personality of the coach, but I think a lot of times the, the coach can take on the personality of the team if you trust them, if, 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 you, uh, 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 if you enjoy being around them all the time, not just on the court, but off the court. Uh, if they can give you grief and you can give it back to them in fun ways. And, I, I, I do believe that this team is rubbed off on me because I don't care what a coach says. It's hard to be real loose if your team isn't competing hard or not trying hard and not playing well. I mean, you want to encourage them and give them do better talks to, to, uh, to do better. Uh, but sometimes the, these guys please themselves. And, and, and uh, I, I really, 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 I mean, we've, we've had a ton of one and dones and we've had uh, number one picks and, lot of lottery picks but I, and, and I've enjoyed coaching them all but I don't know if I've enjoyed coaching a collective group more than what I have this year just because it, it, it's it's fun to them. I mean we're not talking my guys don't get near the credit uh, they deserve for being the, as good of players as they are and NBA prospects but at least that's my opinion but the bottom line is is, is they enjoy that underdog role they're, recru they're, they're recruited to our place with the same expectations that Wiggins and MB were recruited to our place. And so when people don't talk about them, that gives them a chip. And, and, and I just love teams that operate that way. And, and, but still yet, they like each other. And, and they basically, you know, don't, they, 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 there's one stat that matters, and, and that's wins and L's, wins and losses, and not individual performances. And they've just been so much fun to do that. All right, uh, Chris Lazarus, Kansas alumni coach. Uh, coach Sturgeon commented that he heard from uh, Coach Brown this week. And 
you guys both coached under Coach Brown and he played for him. Could you just talk about uh, briefly the influence that Coach Brown has on, on, on young basketball talent to help them develop into uh, elite level coaches? Well, you know, uh, uh, you know, Turge and Coach are close, and, and they should be. You know, recruiting to play for him, and and, and uh, uh, but I would bet that Coach is not real comfortable uh, talking to me or Turge about the other team. I, 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 would, I would bet that. Uh, uh, but you know, when you're a young player, a young coach, you 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 think you know more than what you do, but you realize you don't know anything when you get around Coach Brown. So. The, 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 the fact that you can be around a guy like him early in your career and he can influence you the rest of your life because you can, you can learn, you know, 70% of what you're going to learn in that first year or two just because you don't know anything and he's a wealth of knowledge. And so I think that he would have great impact on anybody that he touches when they're at a young age, especially because, you know, we all had so much to learn and he was such a wealth of knowledge and he gave it to us and he didn't hide it from us and he shared it. And, and, and I, I think that, you know, I guarantee Turge still does the same drills he did with Coach uh, uh, back, in, back in the day. And, and uh, I don't know if there's a more of a sign of respect that a coach can give another coach and actually believe in the things that he learned 30 years ago. Coach, last question in the back right corner. Bill, uh, C.L. Brown with ESPN.com. You kind of just alluded to players kind of developing maybe a chip on their shoulder. How, how would you say that uh, Sheck Diallo has kind of handled, you know, he came in, there were a lot of outside expectations of what he would be. How, how do you feel like he's handled uh, maybe not living up to those outside expectations? You know, you know what, Sheck is, uh, and, and, and this is Coach speak, he, he's as good a kid as we've had. Uh, he, he's been great, uh, tries hard every day, works as hard as anybody in our program. Uh, the bottom line with, 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 with Sheck, and, and this, is, this is not a knock to him at all, it's just that we've had some other guys probably perform better with the other players on the court than what, what, what he was doing at the time. And then we got on a roll and he's kind of been the odd man out. So, so uh, just to be very candid, but, but Shaq will get the last laugh on everybody. And I think he knows that. I think he knows he's young in the game. He's got a lot to learn, but, but certainly uh, uh, his enthusiasm and, and his want to hasn't been, hasn't been uh, damaged at all by, by not playing as much as I know he wants to play. But, but still yet, I feel confident that if his number's called, he'll be prepared to deliver because he prepares hard every day. Coach, appreciate your time today. Okay, thank you, guys. Thanks, Coach.